Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. The Volume. What is going on, my people? It's the Go Low Pot. A little golf. We uh, we took last week off because uh, I had a little too long of a weekend in Los Angeles and got the cron and was just, I had to give all my energy toward the National Football League. And uh, and yeah, we're back at it. The Golo, we're going to develop some branding. Here's what I did. I created an Instagram because I do this mailbag on the football podcast, but I'm going to do it on this too. And I created an Instagram just at GoLowPod, G-O-L-O-W pod. And uh, I'm going to post golf stuff there and we'll just, we'll post different stuff there over time. We'll just see where it goes, be organic. Uh, We'll just kind of start this bad boy from scratch, but you can Instagram any questions, golf questions you want. I had a buddy, actually my cousin texted me, he's like, what, it's going to be like talking for the everyman? No, I mean, this is going to be about the PGA Tour and professional golf, and uh, we'll also talk, you know, if I ever play a sweet course, or, you know, maybe potentially have, you know, players or caddies or something as time goes on, we'll, we'll see, but I mean, this 
this 30 minutes every week is going to be really focused on uh, on the PGA Tour, not my own golf, um, you know, playing, right? I, you know, I'm a five, uh, <laughs> been up and down, but I feel like my swing's in a good place. <clears throat> but this isn't about me, about the tour, gambling on the tour. I, I think we have... Uh, we're going to have a gambling guy come on every week starting after football season. Then we'll talk, you know, just some some of the main bets for that week. It'll be kind of like I do with Stucky if you, if you listen. I mean, if you do probably listen because it's on the three and out feed. But it'll be somewhat similar. But obviously, golf is different than football. And uh, so, again, you, you want to ask a golf-specific question. If you slide into my normal DMs at John Middlecoff, I, I, I just will not find it. And if I do, it will not get answered on the show. So you got to go follow and Instagram at Golo, G-O-L-O-W pod. And and that's where we will uh, convene, interact in terms of golf. And uh, I I do want to talk a little bit about, I I had the opportunity two weeks ago to play. We went down to Los Angeles and uh, with with a family friend of mine, his dad and a good buddy of mine, Scotty, and we played Los Angeles Country Club, which, you know, is probably the best golf course I've ever played. Uh, it's not like I've played everywhere around the country. I'd say the best courses I've played, you're probably Olympic Club, you know, would be Monterey Peninsula Country Club. Uh, you know, I, it's not like I've played Augusta or some of these historic places throughout the country. So it's it's mainly California golf from Bandon Dunes. I, I played Bandon Dunes. But this, easily the most exclusive place. And it was sweet. And the U.S. Open is going to be there in 2023. And uh, I, I think it's going to be remarkable. It's going to be pretty awesome. This course, one, the Lionel Richie has a house, I think, on hole four, a little par three. It's just stupid. It's probably, I, I thought it was the biggest house I'd ever seen. And then you get to the back nine and this little thing called the Playboy Mansion. Uh, you can't see the Playboy Mansion because... They have, you know, this really, really high wall and these hedges really high. You could hear the animals. You know, Hugh, some super rich guy bought it when Hugh died, but they still have the monkeys. So like you're teeing off. We play the tips. I don't know why it was 7,500 yards. Uh, This course is really hard. And uh, you could hear the monkeys when you're swinging. And then down that hole is the spelling mansion. That is the biggest house I'd ever seen. It's, you know, it's like a $120 million house. So this the property, there are multiple courses on this property. It's going to be so badass. Sometimes these courses, you know, what makes Augusta really unique is it's one of the most exclusive country clubs in the world, yet they host, you know, one of the most important tournaments of the year. Well, there are several courses like this throughout the country that the PGA Tour would love to do, you know, host a big-time tournament. They say no, <laughs> Cypress in Monterey would never do that. You know, LA Country Club Forever has always said no. Like Augusta, they don't need the the money means nothing to these people. But I'm glad they, they've redone some stuff. It's going to be it's gonna be badass. It, it really is. And I, I was I felt honored to play it and then obviously get to go to that football game. It was well worth the Omicron, which turned out to be like uh you know, I just lost my voice and had the sniffles. Uh about golf. That week, I watched a decent amount because we would play it in the afternoon. I would wake up and I would watch the Kapalua, uh, which I went a couple years ago with my brother and actually Scotty, the guy I went played LA Country Club. Their family was there and my mom. 
And we were on that island. We just didn't make the drive across. We just played a bunch of resort courses. But that course is sweet. I mean, there probably aren't better views all year long, including like Pebble, than the shots at Kapalua. But to me, the thing that stood out at Kapalua, and he's playing again this week, is there's not even a competition who the best who the best golfer is in the world. It's John Rahm, and to me, there is a sizable gap between number two. You could make arguments, and I, I'm not taking into account the world golf rankings. I, I think Colin Morikawa technically is too. You could make that argument. He's second. You could make Patrick Cantley second. I mean, on a given week, Justin Thomas, especially now with Bones, I think they're going to be major factor. Obviously, Kepka, when he's on, I would take him over just about anybody. But John Rahm is an absolute force in the machine. He finished second in that golf tournament. He had 32 birdies, an eagle, and one bogey. Think about that. And he lost to Cam Smith, who's actually a stick and put his face off. But I think John Rahm, and he did last year, he was absolutely awesome, right? Wins the U.S. Open, should have won the Memorial. Uh, if it wasn't for Cantlay, he was right there in the mix for the FedEx Cup. Like, John Rahm is a guy in the peak of his powers, does everything well. He does not miss fairways. Oh, yeah, he hits it 330 yards. Oh, yeah, his swing is probably the most repeatable swing right there with Tony Finau in the game. And his short game's awesome. His iron game is the best, besides like him and Morikawa, but he's so much deeper than Morikawa. And his short game's... I mean, this guy, he's fun to watch. He's, you know, he's 26, 27. You know, he looks like he's my age in his mid-30s. But I think this guy's going to go on an absolute heater. Uh, rattle off a couple majors over the next couple years. I think we're watching a Hall of Fame golfer in the peak of his powers. And, you know, I think once upon a time, Phil Mickelson made bets with people like... He bet people like a million dollars this kid was going to win a major when he was, you know, just the young Spaniard at Arizona State. You know, in football terms, this guy's like a blue chipper. Remember like Julio Jones when Alabama got him back when Nick Saban was starting his dynasty, number one player? Like that's this guy's level. And now he's realizing it at the highest level of golf. And it's fun to watch. I mean, you watch the Ryder Cup. We absolutely destroyed them. This guy was the best player of the 24 guys there, including every single one of our guys. John Rahm was the best player. So, I'm a fan. I, I love watching him play golf. I, I think it's cool to watch anyone mature, uh, especially you know us guys in our you know our 20s can be just we're not in control. I, I I didn't gain control of my emotions. And listen, I've never played for two million dollars in golf tournaments, but I'm not even talking about on the course. I, I'm just talking in life until my 30s. And I, I always had anger problems. I actually find John Rahm very relatable when he was younger because I, I I couldn't control my emotions. And as you get older, hopefully, ideally, you're able to kind of control your head. And I, I think that is the definition of maturity. It's not as much as you just don't just grow old and like maturity is just controlling your emotions because we all are emotional humans. Anyone worth their salt, any high achiever, any ambitious person does not like to fail, but it's part of life. And uh, he's a guy that I, I, I thought you know, probably in like 18, 19, I watched him like, I, I think it's going to be hard for him to maximize his potential being this big of a head case. And, he, and he's clearly gained the ability to control not freaking out. And you're allowed to freak out. Like it's, it's golf. We all get pissed off. We all drop F-bombs. I mean, Tiger was notorious for it, right? In his younger days. Tiger, you know, F-bombs hitting this club. But as he got older, they kind of slowed down. Like you watch Tiger, you know, before the injury, you know, especially in his 40s, the guy was in complete control of upstairs. And he always was, but the, he never, the outburst stopped. 
And I think that's cool. I mean, that's that's fun of fun part of watching sports, right? Watching guys you like, players you like, coaches you like, you know, change and, and adapt for the better as time goes on. And you you look at this week, La Quinta. I, I've never played it uh, down in Southern California in Palm Springs. Rump's playing in it. Uh, the field's okay. I mean, he's the heavy favorite. He he gets. You know, there are going to be some tournaments this year if he stays on this heater where he's, you know, the Tiger treatment was like two to one, three to one. Like he's getting six and a half to one in this tournament. Now, I get there's not, you know, a million, you know, a lot of guys in the top 50 are not in this event, but still, like you get six and a half to one, especially when you have Finau, Abe Answers in it, Patrick Cantlay's in it. Like that's, that's a lot of respect and he's earned it. You know, now I don't feel comfortable ever betting on like those type numbers. It's like this week. Tony Finau finished top five there last year. He's obviously a West Coast guy. You know, I, I know he doesn't win really ever, but 20 to one odds. Like I, I I don't feel great about betting guys in single digit odds, even guys as good as John Rahm. That's just not going to be my style betting on golf. So I, I actually kind of like Tony Finau uh, this week, 20 to one. But uh and then I guess the other big story this weekend when they went to the Sony Open, uh, which, again, another tournament that just looked really good on television. Anytime you have the ocean in the background in Hawaii, which, you know, personally is probably my favorite vacation spot in America, it's just really hard to beat. Now, if, you, if you're listening to this and you live in the, in the, on the East Coast, it's obviously a massive trek for you guys. You know, Florida and the Caribbean and the Bahamas, you know, it's much closer and I, I get it. Uh, you know, it's a three-hour flight for us. I I, I I could own a home in Hawaii without hesitation. Hell, one day, maybe that's a, it's a good little goal to write down. Have a pad in Hawaii. Because that place does not suck. And it, it's an awesome place to play golf. Last time I was there, I think we played three or four rounds. But I, Hideki's another guy who I just love gambling on. Uh, I, I love watching him play golf. Not even just because some of his finishes. No one finishes like he just hit it out of bounds and it goes 320 down the pipe, quite like Hideki. But I think his swing looks different. Obviously, his backswing is just a little slower than everyone else. Yet his ball striking and the power that guy possesses is just stupid. And I love elite guys hitting elite shots in big spots. To hit a three-wood in the playoff from 277 yards, a nice butter cut to like three feet, tap in eagle to win it. Like that, that stuff. Hideki's on a massive heater. He's won three times in 10 months. You know, obviously the Augusta, which kind of a big deal. Uh, he, you know, essentially hosted the Olympics in Japan, which the pressure. I, I loved watching the Olympics. I, I love that course that they played. But you, you watch those guys on Golf Channel talking about the the pressure and the weight that was on Hideki's shoulders for that event. I, I can't even imagine. I don't think any of us can. Any of us can fathom how big of a deal. I mean, basically, right now in Japan, it's it's him and Otani are just. You know, they're Tiger Woods and they're Babe Ruth. That's essentially what it is. And you know what? You know, for as awesome as Otani is, and he's a badass, right? He pitches. He hits all these bombs. Baseball is different because it's a team game. Hideki won the Masters. How cool is it going to be? And it's one of my favorite moments of the year in in golf when the menu comes out for Augusta. And you see like what the guys are putting on the menu, what they're going to eat. I, I always think I'm a sucker for that moment, right? Remember Tiger had like sushi and chicken and, you know, ice cream. I remember DJ had like barbecue. Uh, it's just, 
it's cool. Just see what the guys are going to eat. I'm fascinated to watch what Hideki chooses. Uh, I, I think he's uh, he's another guy that you know. I think we view like he's 37 years old. He's 29, and he's easily one of the best ball strikers on tour. His his downfall has just been putting. I mean, let's face it, most of us struggle with putting, but when he puts well, like this guy can beat anyone, including John Rom. Now I know John Rom didn't play in the Sony Open, but I I, I love watching Hideki Matsuyama play golf. It's it's really fun because he's an elite player. One thing that happened a couple weeks ago, and I actually thought Chris Paul had a fantastic tweet about this, is Tim Rosenfort died. And and Chris's tweet basically said, you know, beside watching basketball, I watch more golf channel than any other channel. And I know the guys for the Warriors, like Steph Curry and, and, and Andre Iguodala, they, they've had a team full of golfers. And like, I know speaking, you know, my profession, like what I watch the most of and how I make my money is football. I don't watch the NFL network. You couldn't pay me to watch the programming on ESPN. There is only one sports media channel beside the games. I mean, I'll watch Fox for sports one. If they got games, I, I watch coward show, but that is probably the only non game programming I watch on ESPN, FS one, NFL network, NBA TV. I don't watch any of those. I, I consume a ton. I'm sure if you're listening to this and you like golf, a ton of golf channel. Golf channel on every single night. Golf channel, obviously, Thursday and Friday when you know tournaments start and they always carry it, especially any big tournament and they're doing live from. I, I consume the, the you-know-what out of that. And obviously, being a bald guy, any bald guy on television, I'm kind of drawn to. And I, I felt... It's weird. You know, I, I, I get this sometimes in what I do because when you listen to someone, you, you have a, you know, a, a unique relationship to them, right? Well, when you consume something a lot, you feel like you knew the guy. And I felt like I knew Tim Rosenfort. Like, I, I just felt like when I saw that he passed, I you know, never met the guy, knew the guy. Honestly, didn't know that much about him. But I was gutted. I can't tell you how many times at night or turn on Golf Channel in the morning. He's just been part of my life. And and it just and then you read the stories, and then it turns out he was a college football player. I mean, he was my type guy. And I'm sure anyone that, you know, that consumes the golf channel was that sucked. It really did. And my grandpa in the nineties dies died of Alzheimer's. Uh, I saw what it did to my mom. I saw it firsthand, you know, just him going through it and had to go to a home. You wouldn't wish that upon your worst enemy. I, 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 I've I, seen cancer. I've seen it all. Uh, and I, I don't, it sucks. I mean, at a young age, I saw a lot of death with some of my, my grandparents, but I would say Alzheimer's is unlike anything I've ever experienced. And to go through that, the memory loss and the how much it debilitates and takes your life away. Uh, and what it does to the, the your surrounding loved ones is tough. It, it really is. And there were some awesome tributes. And you could tell, like, let's face it, a lot of the, the modern-day media, athletes don't like them, you know? They're not for you. They're really, they just care about their own stories. And that's their job. This guy felt like much more of what we see today, some of these hybrids, you know? And I I, I think he was ahead of his time. He, he, he really was. And that's a, that's a tough loss for the golfing community. And then another big story that's kind of come out the last couple weeks. And I've, I thought about this during uh, 
you know, when the Corona lockdowns happen and depending on where you live, you know, where I lived, shit, we're still, you know, battling some of these restrictions. But most of the country had everything kind of stripped back in 2020. And the first really the first sport to come back was golf. Bravo. They set the tone. Them and Dana White. But it was the one thing you could really do. And golf exploded around the country. You know, wherever you live, if you play public golf, those golf courses in the middle and late 2020 and early 2021 were insanity. I had a couple local nice courses that you could go out at the moment's notice, play by yourself, have the course to yourself forever. You know, for years leading up. And the moment that hit, the amount of people on a golf course was staggering. And it pissed you off. But as someone that loves the game and someone that wants to see more people enjoy the game, like people do football, basketball, and baseball, I think it's the best thing that's happened to golf since Tiger Woods. Because the more and more, the reason so many people watch football, think how many people just play high school football. I know I can raise my hand. I never played a down past high school football. But I've loved the sport of football, even though I was god awful at it since the first time I ever put on a helmet in ninth grade JV football. You know, that that bonding with your teammate, that, that's just, it's unlike anything I'd ever done. Soccer, baseball, basketball, anything. And, I, you know, I had no business playing the sport. I should have just focused on golf. It was the only thing I was halfway decent at. But football just drew, once you play it, you just kind of addicted for life. And football, by far, has the most amount of youth, people in their youth, that play it, just based on the numbers, right? And, you know, golf, I would say historically, probably had the least you know, a lot of people played high school baseball. A lot of people play high school basketball, or at least, you know, in junior high or whatever you play. Most people just weren't playing golf. And it's always been viewed as like this rich elitist sport, which the irony is like, you know, public golf is relatively cheap, but the equipment, I, I do get it. And then Tiger changed it forever. He made it mainstream because he felt like, you know, Michael Jordan, right? He felt like Joe Montana. He felt like Babe Ruth playing golf and he made it cool. Obviously the, the racial element to him he looked different his name but you know he's been in and out of the mix now for a decade and luckily he did a great job of inspiring this entire crew of guys under 35 that are on tour right now are there because of Tiger Woods especially the guys in their 20s they all say he was their hero he was the guy that they aspired to be like who didn't you know I mean in the mid 90s he was my favorite athlete him and Michael Jordan there were late 90s there wasn't anything like Tiger Woods and he was kicking everyone's ass but I think this this stretch of, of uh, p- new people playing golf, the moment you start playing golf, you're just naturally kind of going to be interested. Because more than likely, if you just have one athletic bone in your body, you're going to hit a really good shot. And the moment you hit a really good shot, you're addicted for life. And the moment you get addicted for life, one, you're just going to stumble upon YouTubes. You're going to watch some stuff. But you're going to watch the best guys play. Right? Why do people at 10, 12, 15 years old, if you're a high school baseball player, a high school football player, idolize whoever, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Ken Griffey Jr., you name it, right? Steph Curry, because you want to be like them, because you play the sport and you want to be like them. Well, the more and more you play, you're going to get into golf, watching the PGA Tour. And especially now with the influx of gambling is going to help a lot. But Netflix, who is now involved in the sport, to me, is going to be a game changer. I think a huge element, like I've always said that Magic Johnson and Larry Bird were Tom Brady and and Peyton Manning were that equivalent to football in the 2000s. 
they help take it to a completely different level. I also think the, the show Hard Knocks was very, very important. And someone like me inspired me. Like, I want to work in that. Like, that looks really cool. I want to be in these meetings where you're like acquiring players and cutting players. Now, if anyone that's watched Hard Knocks the last like five, eight years, those no longer take place. It is, it's actually a terrible watch. I watched 15 minutes of this season and I turned it off. But the Hard Knocks in season with the Indianapolis Colts was excellent. F1. I've never watched an F1 race in my life. But that show was freaking awesome because it gave me an insight of this big money sport of these guys that are, you know, Lewis, that are clearly pretty famous, something that's very, very big worldwide. And it, they, they made it very, very interesting. And I think documentaries have had a huge comeback with just the explosion of these streaming services. Well, I think gambling, we, we, I, I think the casual fan, I've, I, you know, I'm follow the television ratings. Golf has been very, very, has seen an influx of viewers over the last year. Their television ratings on big tournaments were extremely high. Right, the NFL's king. Everyone's competing for second. Really, college football second, but like the NBA, they've lost half their viewership. Baseball, it's all segmented. We only just watch our own team. But these big golf tournaments now getting three, four million people to watch. Well, Netflix, and I don't know exactly how they'll set it up. Right, in that's why Hard Knocks. It was very, it was specific how every year would go. Right, training camp, lead up to the training camp games, some inside, who's going to make the team, who's fighting for it, and the F one was a little bit different because it was in season. You would focus on a specific team for maybe an episode or two. The drivers, the owner, like the guy, the pit crew, or whatever that guy is considered. I think golf, you have a lot of options because you have these individual guys that are the stars, right? Rory, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Prokepko, or whatever. But they also have like this partner who's their caddy that has a unique relationship to it all. And then they all have these intertwined relationships with each other because they're friends, but they're all competing for the pot of money. And like there is legacies and history and every single week is a new venue, Right, like in football or basketball, or you know, in baseball, the 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 stadium, like the the dimensions of the parks change, so that that would be a little bit different. But in football, every single football field looks the exact same, right? That's what kind of made F one cool. Is like every week, it's like oh, they're in Monaco, oh, they're in Austin, like they're kind of different setups. Well, in golf, every course is dramatically different, and obviously the majors and the players are just such big events that I think this. Netflix series, if it's done well, and I'm going to assume it's going to be done well, has a chance to be pretty awesome. Now, one thing that's key, and I think this was a huge key in in Hard Knocks being a huge success, and if you watch the F1, it was a big part of it. You got to have guys kind of take off the governor and be willing to just kind of be real. And part of being real is talking a little shit. And it'll be very, very interesting. Like, to me, the one guy who I think will have no problem talking shit will be Kepka. He'll say whatever he thinks. He does not care. But will the rest of the guys? Like, I know Justin Thomas, I'm sure, has opinions on different things. On different players. On pace of play. On, you know, certain guys. You know, the the way they're viewed. I would love it if he just let it rip. Or some guys like that. That would be awesome. And that is how this show to me, explodes. 
But if it kind of stays in this PC, they're all kind of pretending to be friends. And there's obviously some of these guys are legitimately friends, but everyone's kumbaya and it's kind of fake. I, I think it'll have a ceiling. Guys like me, if you're listening to this and you love golf, we're watching no matter what. But to get other people in, like my mom loved hard knocks. I can't even imagine the random people that know nothing about F1. They just watched F1. Because you'd have owners talking shit about other drivers. You'd have drivers talking shit about other crew chiefs. It was sweet. It was none of these guys care. Now, it's a little smaller of a group, right? There are only 20 drivers. But like the PJ Tour, let's face it, there are like 30 guys that really, really matter. The rest of them are kind of rotating. And that's that sounds like I'm diminishing, like how hard it is to be in the top 125. I, I think I was texting with someone who... Uh, you know, was a fringe kind of PJ Tour player, Corn Ferry guy, and he's now doing some media stuff. And I was like, you know, it's never been harder to crack the lineups. Like, I, listen, Tiger Woods, to me, is the best golfer of all time and is probably one of the most dominant athletes at his individual sport I'll ever see in my life. But if you look at the crew that he was beating, you know, it wasn't that great. Pretty top-heavy. There were some sweet dudes at the top, right? Ernie, VJ, for a second Duval. Retief had some moments. Potty Harrington had some moments. But like this crew of guys, and I, t- if you put Peak Tiger today, he's easily the best player in the world. I-, I watched a lot of Tiger Woods over COVID. He was, he's the best all around player you'll ever see. Best driver, longest driver, best iron player ever. Uh, easily the best putter we've ever seen when it matters most. His short game was, before he got the chipping yips, was elite. And he's the greatest clutch player. He, he was the best at literally everything. There was nothing he couldn't do and dominate at. Where now, it's like a little more spread out. But the crew of guys, and he inspired this crew, is just better than ever. Right? It's just, that's a fact. The, the, you know, the top 30 guys in the world right now are better than the top 30 guys in the world in 02. This, the depth is better. Now, I think this Netflix show can really kind of put that under a microscope and make these guys kind of make or break them, right? I mean, they're already, the top guys are already making so much money. I just mean make them more universal, more just like if I just walk down the street and I just start bullshitting with a sports fan, we can talk about Patrick Mahomes, right? They would know who Bill Belichick is. If I just brought up Justin Thomas, more than likely they're not going to know who he is, Right? Hell, I could bring up Jordan Spieth or John Romp. They're not, you know, for these guys and that sport to make the next step. And I really think that's possible because there is nothing like it's just easy TV in the back. You know, if you like baseball, you like something slow. This is you can't play baseball once you're like done with high school or college. Like no one plays. I guess you could play like intramural or beer league softball, but you can play golf. And here's the other thing with golf. You can literally play it till like you die. It's the one sport you can play in your 60s, your 70s, you're in the 80s. You can be good at it in your 40s and the 50s. Like it's how many people do you know like in their 50s that are like, yeah, I'm the best tennis player in the city. Not many, right? But you can meet a lot of guys that can shoot 80, 80 golf that are 55 years old and then enjoy it. Something to do with your friends, something to get outside. And uh, I, I am very, very excited for this Netflix show, though little cautiously pessimistic it could disappoint, but I, I really hope these guys just don't worry about, you know, the BS and the fluff and just just let it rip. Just be yourself. If you're going to talk a little shit, do it. It'll be great for business. Subscribe to the podcast. We'll keep this rolling. Again, 
GoLowPod is going to be the Instagram. If you got golf questions, slide up into those direct messages. And uh, and yeah, I, I love the sport of golf. I can't wait to talk it this season. And like uh, Tony Fino, 20 to 1, La Quinta. Uh, pretty cool course. You know, I've, again, never played there, but watched this tournament a lot. Was was watching a little YouTube of some of the highlights last year. See who Kim won it. Uh, very, very excited for uh, really the next this next stretch with Pebble Riviera, the Waste Management. It, it's a it's a great great. There's nothing like the West Coast Swing. Then into the Florida Swing. I love pre Masters golf. The, to me, the best golf of the year is the West Coast Swing to the Florida Swing up until the players, and then obviously capped out with Augusta. And then it's just kind of like trying to make it to the majors as the year goes on. But the, the, the West Coast Swing to the Florida Swing is, you, uh, your boy's a sucker for that. Uh, very, very, very excited. Have a good week. See you guys uh, Friday. Peace. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com.com slash compatibility.